0: Welcome to The Fixer Podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining today. I am excited about this new platform of communication that we're going to try. Some of you may be saying, what in the heck do we need a podcast for? We're a facilities department. Don't we deal enough with emails and Teams channels and blah, 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 blah. Yes, yes, we do. But this is a new way of communicating. You know, you could be listening to a podcast while you're doing something else. You got it in your ears. Got it on your phone, got it on your mobile device, whatever it might be. I'm your host, Mitch Howell, and I'm the manager of the facilities department down here in the southern region. And what are we going to talk about on our podcast? We are going to talk about uh, maybe some joint commission stuff, maybe some why, the why behind what we do. Um, I was doing a little research and found that there's a lot of companies that do internal podcasts. They aren't on the open market, but they talk about the why behind a lot of things. One I found was from American Airlines, and uh, that is one where they're employees send in questions and ask about um, why they change the frequent flyer program or why they serve the coffee they do on flights. So it's just another way to get information out and share the knowledge that we have in our department. There's a ton, 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 years and years, decades of experience that we have that we're going to share as this evolves and this evolution of uh, media that we're going to embark on here. Um, Who knows, it might evolve into doing some interviews, doing some sharing of information. Hard to say at this point, but uh, it should be exciting. An exciting journey that we're going to go on together. So with this new episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Joint Commission. And you have heard about Joint Commission probably, or possibly CMS as two regulatory agencies that we have to deal with a lot. And why are they so important? Well, they are vastly important in our Department uh, for the healthcare system, for healthcare in America, and throughout the world, because they set a lot of the regulations that we have to abide by. They're so important because they can. I won't say that they can chain our doors shut, but they can make our lives tremendously difficult. And the quickest way for leadership in a hospital to be run out to the the door or run down the road is by failing a Joint Commission inspection. And yes, uh, that has happened numerous times for those of us that have been around a while We have seen some change in um, leadership over the years. Uh, In some departments, it's been five or six different leaders, directors, managers, things like that. So who is Joint Commission? Joint Commission is, uh, the abbreviation is TJC. And uh, if you ever hear anybody talk about JCO, that's kind of the old Name that Joint Commission went by. And back in 2007, uh, they used to be called the Joint Commission on Accreditation of Healthcare Organizations, or JCO. Now, uh, if you ever hear that term, uh, you know that uh, the person who's talking uh, has been around a while while, and they know uh, about the Joint Commission, but if they're still calling them JCO, uh, maybe they haven't been in the trenches more more, uh, recently. So now they're simply called the Joint Commission. Now, the Joint Commission is the accrediting organization that CMS, or the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, contracts to ensure that hospitals that receive Medicare and Medicaid funds across the nation are compliant with regulatory standards and making our hospitals safe. So if a hospital is uh, our hospital receives uh, Medicare or Medicaid reimbursement? They need to abide by CMS's and in turn the Joint Commission's rules and regulations. So that's where these volumes of rules come from. Now the good part is that the rules are in black and white. There's no secrets with the Joint Commission. We know what they're going to be looking at before they arrive on site. Now we have a triannual survey, which means every three years, and the way that it is structured. Memorial North, Memorial Central are grouped together, and then Grandview is separate, and Pikes Peak is separate. So, with the triannual schedule, the way it works out, we get a we get a survey every year at the different sites. So we just had the Grandview one. Um, we're looking at Pikes Peak next for 2022. Now, back to CMS, they assure that the facilities are safe and also that patients have a low rate of readmission for certain treatments. And so that's where the different regulations go from a life safety perspective, which is what we deal with, um, to a clinical perspective. And the Joint Commission inspectors that come, they are nurses, they are doctors, they are facilities people. So it's quite a broad scope of people that come to inspect when it is time for our survey, we have a window uh, of time that they can survey, and that uh, there's a deadline with that. So the way it's worked out the last couple times with surveys is we get right down to the very end. We know they've got to come at some point, and so they show up. Um, we, it's unannounced, unannounced survey. They show up at the front door and uh, identify themselves, and they ask to uh, talk to the regulatory department. The regulatory department then pages out to all the leaders that Joint Commission is in-house and here we go. Here's our survey. So kind of interesting, kind of always a little bit of a, a nervous time when they come on site. Now, as far as we're concerned, the life safety inspectors, uh, that's in our wheelhouse. So that's what they deal with is our is facilities. So They'll um, take a brief facilities tour, and then they get right into documentation. So if you're ever in my office and you see the binders that are on one of my shelves, that's all the documentation for Joint Commission, and that's why we have to keep that up because they're well within their right to dig in and keep digging in. If they see something that's inaccurate, they will keep digging, and they, they are well within their right to ask for A work order on a deficiency that they identify, say for a um, emergency light uh, deficiency back from a year ago, two years ago. That's what they're looking for, and so that's why that documentation is so important for uh, in our world. Same with uh, generator tests, generator documentation. Boy, they dig in. It depends on what the inspectors hot buttons are. He might be a facilities director that was over um, the utility plants. And so, boy, he knows rules and regs for generators and load banks and things like that. He might dig into that. We've had other ones that are just bonkers for uh, penetrations and firewall penetrations. So just depends on what their hot buttons are. Usually they're in a teaching mode, so they're not here for just a gotcha, gotcha, gotcha type of thing. They are wanting to teach and they're wanting to make us better uh, over time. We have never had a survey where we are uh, we get off scot-free with no findings. There's always findings, but we want to keep those to a minimum and keep that inspector moving, keep him moving through the hospital. So um, we don't dwell on a lot of things. They're going to want to look at the different things that are on their list, and we do a top-to-bottom tour. Um, But, two, they are only... On site for a certain amount of time so they are typically there for the better part of a week but they we know that they typically travel on Fridays and they typically show up on a Monday or Tuesday so as the week goes on we know they are long days but we know that they're on a finite schedule and uh, rarely unless there was something egregious would they stay over uh, and go into a second week but that could happen nothing's off the table so Anyway, so that is a, a brief overview of Joint Commission and how we operate and how that affects our daily operations. So, three takeaways from our talk today. So, number one, Joint Commission, very important. And if you see any Joint Commission work orders, these become a top priority because we got to knock them out because we need to report back that we made right what they identified. So number two, uh, they can keep digging. The inspector, if they see a deficiency, if they see we're not doing what we should be doing, they can keep digging and keep digging, going down a rabbit hole of show me this work order from two years ago. Show me this work order. Uh, It can be a little painful, but that's why our documentation is tight. And number three, many life safety inspectors are just like us. They're former or even current facilities people, facilities managers, facilities directors. Some are a little bit older or well-seasoned. Others are a little bit younger, and they're just getting into joint commission. And so a lot of times they'll send uh, two inspectors, one senior and one junior, to learn the craft. So uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening in. I look forward to talking again soon.